on the NBA schedule tonight. Welcome to the show, Tuesday, March 20th. Sportsline DFS podcast, and we've got, now you might see seven games, but on FanDuel and DraftKings, you don't even have to worry about that stupid Toronto-Orlando game. Isn't that good news, Mike McClure? That is great news. I don't really enjoy playing the Toronto Raptors just because, you know, this is the point in the season where they're probably going to start resting players as they've locked up playup spots. And Aaron Gordon's returning to the lineup for the Orlando Magic. So I'm glad that we get to avoid that game as it's got a 10.5 point spread. Mm. Just throw it away. Thank you, FanDuel. Thank you, DraftKings. There you go. Six game slate. Uh, Los Angeles at Minnesota, Oklahoma City at Boston, Dallas at New Orleans, Atlanta at Utah, Detroit at Phoenix, and Houston at Portland. Should be a fun one late with a lot of points, let's hope. First, some news. I'm Adam Azer, by the way, filling in for Heath Cummings. Heath will be back on Thursday. So if today's show sucks, you're not going to want to listen to tomorrow's either. First, some news. Fred Van Vliet is questionable for the Raptors. We don't care. And Aaron Gordon is coming back. We don't care. But for the Celtics, Kyrie Irving, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, they are out. If I've learned one thing from listening to Heath, you got to start the show talking about the Celtics and or the Warriors' injuries. No Warriors tonight. So Kyrie Irving, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, they're out. What does that mean for DFS? Uh, it usually means that you're going to want to target a guy like Terry Rozier, maybe Al Horford. The problem is is they the price points have come up so much now because all these guys have been out for so long. Uh, Terry Rozier at 7500 I just he's only $600 less than Chris Paul at this point. So it's not really a situation that you're going to be rushing to get Terry Rozier in lineups. Um, as far as Al Horford goes, he's up to 7000 We don't love the matchup with Oklahoma City against Steven Adams. Uh, so, you know, as much as we usually say we're going to look to Boston immediately, uh, I don't have a ton of interest in the Boston Celtics tonight against Oklahoma City. Interesting. Thunder on the road, they are four-and-a-half-point favorites with all these injuries. Dennis Smith Jr. is out. J.J. Barea. Oh, well, this guy's name, Mike. Sala, that guy, he's uh, questionable for the Mavs. How'd yes. I do? Sala Mejri is questionable. <laughs> yes. Um just wait, just wait till baseball sees. I actually know baseball. I look forward to uh, saying baseball players' names correctly. But, yes, for the Mavericks, what are we looking at? Uh, so the real piece we got to watch here is what's going on with J.J. Barea because he should be a very good play if, well, knowing that Dennis Smith Jr. is out. Now, if they're both out, there's going to be a lot of extra usage to go around there, and it's probably going to be a situation where you're going to look to Harrison Barnes, but also Yogi Ferrell. Uh, 4,900, I think Yogi Ferrell is already in play as it is, is a little value play. But if Berea is ruled out, uh, Ferrell becomes a near must play at 4,900 on FanDuel. All right, more injuries for you from around the association. DeAndre Bembry, Malcolm Delaney, and John Collins are out for Atlanta. Bembry, Delaney, and Collins out for Atlanta. Yeah, so we've got, uh, you know, Dennis Schroeder could be worth a look, but at 6,200 at this point against Utah, probably not someone we're interested in. Uh, the real Benefactor here is going to be Isaiah Taylor. Uh, you know, probably going to play 24, 25 minutes at point guard. He's $4,000. He's been very consistent, uh, averaging 21 FanDuel points per game in the last three. Uh, he's someone that you should be on your radar. Um, you know, you're probably going to end up playing Yogi Ferrell over him if J.J. Barea is ruled out. But Isaiah Taylor is someone you should have on your radar. And then also Tyler Dorsey, just, you know, the Atlanta point guards, they're not great players. But they will have the minutes and the opportunity, and they're obviously very cheap. Derek Favors is out for the Jazz. Your thoughts? Um, you know, it, it may be a slight bump to someone like Jay Crowder. Uh, good matchup for him against Atlanta. He's 5,400. 
I don't know that I love the upside there. I mean, I think 30 to 32 fantasy points is probably still the ceiling. So it's a fine play, but not really anyone we're rushing to play in, in this game from Utah here. All right, for the Phoenix Suns, TJ Warren's doubtful. Devin Booker and Tyson Chandler are questionable. Yeah, that's uh, that's big news, especially with TJ Warren being doubtful. Uh, you're going to look immediately to Josh Jackson, who is the same price as Warren. Uh, Josh Jackson pretty much exploded in the last game where he picked up 36 minutes again, scored 36 points, 54.2 on FanDuel. And he's going to have a similar opportunity to do that again tonight. Um, I, I, you know, I think that he's maybe not necessarily a core play because you could play Harrison Barnes if he, or if uh, JJ Barea is out. But Josh Jackson is really the guy to focus on here. And as far as Tyson Chandler goes, I tend to think that he sits. So I think that we're going to be looking at Alex Lynn at 3,900 there for Ooh, Phoenix. All right, all right. Well, Josh Jackson's in my lineup. We'll see about Alex Lynn. And Shabazz Napier is questionable for the Blazers. Our last injury note, uh, injury note right now. Napier. Yeah, that doesn't really have much impact. Uh, the only thing it really does is kind of freeze up Maurice Harkless a little bit. Um, again, not someone you want to rush to put in lineups, but if you need a four thousand dollars small forward, I do think he is the best bet. Uh, so keep an eye on that for Maurice Harkless. Who's your must play today? Uh, my must play is going to be Nemanja Bialica. He's sixty one hundred on FanDuel. And I, I think that this is a really good spot for him. He's been one of the best players in the NBA recently. He's really filled in nicely for Jimmy Butler. Uh, he's averaging 33.2 FanDuel points over his last five games. Uh, he's been very, very consistent. And I like this matchup a lot for him. So he's going to be my must play tonight against the Clippers. All right, Nemanja Bielitsa, who are you fading today? Uh, I'm going to fade Anthony Davis. Uh, I don't, you know, it's always risky fading Anthony Davis. He should destroy the Mavericks. Uh, the price point is just to the point where I can't quite get there because Blake Griffin is almost $4,000 cheaper on FanDuel. And Blake Griffin has a beautiful matchup with the Phoenix Suns. So I'm going to be fading Anthony Davis. It's not that I don't think he's going to play well. He's probably going to score 60 to 65 FanDuel points, but I don't know that that's going to be enough tonight considering the matchup that Blake Griffin has. Um, and, you know, the only thing that can change that is if we get more injury news and we have more minimum salary players, of course I will plug Anthony Davis in if we have that news later tonight. Mike, I like that you referenced the last five games. I think it was for Bielitsa. What are you seeing as we look at that data? Who's, you know, overperforming their value over their last five games? So over the last five games, we've got the, the number one player has been Corey Brewer. Uh, we kind of talked about him the other day on the show. In his last five games, he's averaging 31 FanDuel points per game. And some of that is, you know, I, I think a lot of it is due to the fact that he hasn't had to play all season. So he's really fresh and rested at this point. But he has really fit in nicely with the Oklahoma City Thunder. The matchup with Boston's a little concerning tonight. But at 4,900, you know, he makes a very nice play at small forward on FanDuel. I think, that, nice. you know, you can use him at shooting guard or small forward on DraftKings. So Corey Brewer's a guy. Uh, Nemanja Bielitsa, we already mentioned him. He's been absolutely fantastic. And then Mo Harkless. Uh, mentioned him getting a little bump with Shavaz Napier possibly out. Harkless has been very consistent, averaging 22 FanDuel points per minute over the last five, which is really nice value at a $4,000 price point. And then the other two I want to look at are also Minnesota Timberwolves to go along with Nemanja Bielitsa. We've got Jamal Crawford and Jeff Teague. Uh, Jeff Teague's really standing out at 37 FanDuel points per game in his last five. 
Uh, I like this matchup for him against the Clippers. And then similarly, Jamal Crawford, a uh, little bit of a revenge game. I don't know at this point if it's revenge really for him, but at 3,600, he's by far the best punt play if you're looking for value at shooting guard. Awesome. So I think this is really cool data, and especially at Corey Brewer, you look at him at 31 fantasy points per game over his last five. At 4,900, the other players who are averaging around 31 fantasy points per game are much more expensive than Corey Brewer. I mean, like Rajon Rondo's at 28 points per game. He's $5,800. That's over his last five. So Brewer looks like great value. I'm, I'm going to put him in my lineup. All right, you convinced me. You cool with that? Yeah. I'm definitely cool with it. The only, the only thing to caution on it is just Boston. we love so many small forwards tonight. You know, we mentioned Bielitsa, we mentioned Josh Jackson, Harrison Barnes potentially, but I do think that that's a good way to start the lineup because I, I do like Corey Brewer, and there's really no reason that the success should not continue tonight. Okay, yeah, Corey Brewer is 4,200 on DraftKings. He will not be in my FanDuel lineup as of now because I have Josh Jackson. And although should I should I go with Jackson or should I go with Brewer? Jackson at 6,500, Brewer at 49. I mean, that's a personal preference. I like them both. Uh, I'll probably play both of them for sure on DraftKings, where yeah. I can play Corey Brewer at shooting guard, and then Josh Jackson and Nemanja Bialica. I would get all three in on DraftKings. Uh, so on FanDuel, it's really a personal preference, knowing that you've already got exposure to them. Um, I, I, I'd say go ahead and lock Corey Brewer in. Okay, great. Give us a little bit more money. So Corey Brewer, Nemanja Bialica, and I put Blake Griffin in on FanDuel. Uh, Corey Brewer, yes. Nemanjo Bielitsa, Josh Jackson, and I'll go ahead and put uh, Blake Griffin in again on DraftKings. All right, let's see what we can do here. Uh, some of the pace-up teams this week, or this tonight, rather, the Pistons, the Mavericks, and the Timberwolves, and the negative pace differential, Pelicans, Hawks, and Clippers. So keep that in mind. I think, Mike, it's time to go to Sportsline.com and take a look at the odds page and start with well, let's start with Dallas at New Orleans. The total is 219. Not the highest total tonight, but uh, the second highest. Dallas at New Orleans with uh, the Pelicans being a nine-point favorite. Who do you like and dislike in this game? Uh, so, you know, I mean, you have to still like Anthony Davis. You know, I'm fading him because of the price point, but this is still a nice matchup for him. One thing I want to caution on, or not caution on, but really you need to note, when the Pelicans play at home, the scores keeping is very friendly on blocks and steals for Anthony Davis and assists for Rajon Rondo. So this is a spot where I'd probably be looking to Rondo in tournaments. Uh, just like I said, they're very, very generous with awarding assists when they're at home. It's a trend that's really been there for the last two to three years with the Pelicans and some of their players. And it's something that, you know, is worth noting here. So those are the two guys I'm looking at. Um, but like I said, I'm fading Anthony Davis. And then to the Dallas side, I think you really have to look at Yogi Ferrell, uh, especially if J.J. Barea is out. If you, you know, Yogi Ferrell becomes a must-play if J.J. Barea is out. He's a fine play even with him in. And then Harrison Barnes. If J.J. Barea is ruled out, Harrison Barnes is right up there with Nemanja Bialica and Josh Jackson. Uh, you know, the issue is, is, of course, on FanDuel, you can only play two small forwards. On DraftKings, though, you could jam all of those guys in due to the extreme positional flexibility. Yeah, and you could get Corey Brewer in, too. You can have a, a shooting guard, a small forward, a guard, and utility. Is that overkill? No, definitely not. Uh, you know, it's one way to really get some diversity from, you know, your lineups on FanDuel and your lineups on DraftKings. You're going to have exposure to a larger number of players, uh, which should, in theory, limit your risk on a nightly basis, which is also a good thing here at this point in the NBA season. 
Uh, so I, I like that a lot. I think that you definitely should try to get as many of those small forwards in that rank so well in value for us tonight. You want to get as many of them as you possibly can on DraftKings tonight. But does Harrison Barnes still have value if Berea plays? Uh, he does have value if he plays, but it's not quite as high. Um, okay. You know, I, I think that I'm probably only really pushing to get him in if Berea is ruled out. Gotcha. Okay, uh, next game? Yes. All right, our next game will be, I believe, our highest total of the night. Yeah, Clippers at the Wolves. Total's 226. Minnesota's a four-point favorite. Uh, yes, uh, so we got a little bit of breaking news here. Tobias Harris is now questionable. That would change things a little bit for the Clippers, uh, probably just giving more usage to guys like Lou Williams, uh, who already has incredibly high usage. Uh, but this is a game to uh, to target here. Uh, I like, you know, Nemanja Bielitz is my must play. We just talked about Jeff Teague and how well he has played over the last five games. Jamal Crawford, if we need a punt, if we need some salary cap relief, 3600 I love him at shooting guard if we need to save money. And, I, you know, I think that you could even look at Carl Anthony Towns in a tournament. Uh, at 10500 I think that if you're fading Anthony Davis, you could maybe afford to pay up for him if you want to. Uh, so, you know, those guys are good tournament plays. But really, for me, this game comes down to Lou Williams, Nemanja Bialica, and then maybe Jamal Crawford is the three core players that I'll be using. I'm seeing on Twitter, by the way, Mike, that Berea will play tonight. No word on minutes, okay. but that's what I am seeing. All right, so with Berea playing, back to that game quickly, I'm probably not rushing to put Harrison Barnes in. I think he's a fine play. Uh, I will probably still use a little bit of Yogi Ferrell as he's still going to play 30 minutes. Okay. All uh, right, then. So we have covered Clippers. Wolves are good? Yes. Let's do... Detroit at Phoenix. Total here is 217, and Detroit is a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Yeah, this game is going to be a fun one. Uh, I'm hoping that we don't get a blowout here. We really, It would be nice to have the Devin Booker-Tyson Chandler news. Again, I think Booker is really, truly questionable. I think Tyson Chandler probably ends up sitting. Uh, but this is a huge pace-up spot for the Detroit Pistons. And that, that's a good thing for a guy like Blake Griffin. He is far and away my favorite play from the Pistons tonight. Uh, you like that. We talked about almost $4,000 savings on FanDuel from Anthony Davis. I think that's a, pretty much a no-brainer as far as which guy you need to play there. And really, you know, for Phoenix, if both Devin Booker and Tyson Chandler are ruled out in addition to TJ Warren, you're going to have to obviously lock in Josh Jackson at that point. If Booker's ruled out, Josh Jackson becomes a must play with Devin Booker. Uh, but you got to look at Alfred Payton, uh, really good point guard value at 5500 Alex Lynn, 3,900 at center. Don't love the matchup with Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin out on the floor, but it really doesn't matter. The Suns are going to have to have somebody to play those minutes, and Alex Lynn's the guy that's going to get the call. Uh, Dragon Bender, $4,000. Basically, what we're saying here is the Phoenix Suns, that's where you're going to look to value, especially if Devin Booker is ruled out. You're going to need exposure. Even though it looks like an ugly matchup on paper, you're going to have to have exposure to the Suns tonight because the guys that they've got out there and their price points, they're just playing too many minutes to ignore them. And my whole life I've been hearing that exposure to the sun is bad, Mike. Yes, and hey, sometimes in DFS, exposure to the sun can <laughs> be very bad. I might have missed it. How do you feel about Andre Drummond tonight? Uh, I think he's an okay play. I mean, I, you know, look, he, he's, a, he's a fine play. I don't like 
his upside in this game nearly as much because I really think that Blake Griffin's going to shine here. So I personally, if I'm looking to pay that much at center, I'm going to play Carl Anthony Towns over him. But I, I don't hate Andre Drummond. I think that he's probably going to score 45 FanDuel points. All right. And I didn't ask you this, so I'll take a quick pause from the games. But we've got Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden tonight. Who's your projected number one score? If we were doing a draft on the draft app, who's your first pick? Um, Might be a different answer, actually. Sorry, given positional scarcity and whatnot. But who's your who's your highest projected score? Uh, Anthony Davis still is the highest projected score by a couple points, but uh, you know, with the price point and the position that he plays, like that, that's why I'm not playing him here on the salary cap sites. Uh, but it, it goes Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, James Harden in that order. We haven't really talked about Westbrook and Harden. Do you anticipate playing them tonight? Um, it really depends on what happens with Devin Booker. Uh, I, I think that James Harden, you know, I said he's the one that's projected for the least number of points. He's probably the one that I could see myself getting in a lineup a little easier than the others tonight. So I, I you know, he's the same price as Russell Westbrook, but I think that there are more options at point guard than there are at shooting guard that I want to use. And I really want a piece of the Rockets in that game against Portland, which should be the most competitive game of the night. So James Harden is probably the guy I'm most likely to use out of those three. Do you think you can win tonight without Davis, Westbrook, or Harden? Uh, I think that you can. I think that it might be difficult. It, it's a little too early to say at this point because we do need that Phoenix Suns injury news okay. to really know for sure. Back to the games. And, well, which, should we go to – did we do Houston-Portland? We did not, did we? We have not done Houston Portland. Let's do it. Houston's at Portland, totals two seventeen and a half, and the Rockets are five point favorites. Yeah, so this is a game where you're gonna need some some exposure in tournaments, probably. Um, you know, you'll you'll probably have exposure in cash games too, but there are a ton of options here with Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, James Harden, C.J. McCollum. Uh, we mentioned Maurice Harkless if we're looking for value at small forward. Uh, I like all of these guys here, and you know, Chris Paul. 8100 that's a pretty fair price for him. Um, he, in the last game that he had with Damian Lillard, at the end of the game, they had a little scuffle at the end, and I, I think that Chris Paul is going to come in highly motivated to uh, kind of show Damian Lillard that he still is the man in terms of point guards here in the Western Conference. So I do like Chris Paul a lot in tournaments tonight. So who do you like better? Who will score more fantasy points, Lillard or Paul? Ooh, I, I think it's really close. I give it to Lillard by maybe one to two points. But based on the $1,400 price increase, I would be more interested in playing Chris Paul. Okay. Anything else to say about this game? Anyone that uh, you don't like? About it. Anyone you um, don't like? You know, I, I do like Clint Capella also. We haven't mentioned him at center. Um, if we're not going to be taking the value right with, route with Alex Lynn, I do think Clint Capella is a nice play. Uh you know, on the same end of that, I'm not really a Yusuf Nurkic fan. Uh, you know, he's had flash big upside. He's 56 FanDuel points, 42 in two of his last uh, four games there. But I don't love the matchup here against the Rockets, so I'm probably not going to play Nurkic. But other than that, I could see playing McCollum, Lillard, Harden, Chris Paul. Uh, this game is very stackable if you want to play a tournament. Okay. So, it, Len is really, I mean, just to go back to that Suns game, Len is kind of the key to the lineup. 
uh, one of the keys to get him in at 3,900 and get some value there really frees you up. But we have a couple more games to talk about. We have Oklahoma City and Boston. Who do you like here? Uh, I mean, in tournaments, it's hard to not like Russell Westbrook. Um, you know, this is a pretty low total for the Thunder here. Uh, so I probably won't have a ton of exposure to this game other than the guy that we talked about earlier in the show, and that's Corey Brewer. Uh, right. Brewer's just been playing absolutely fantastic basketball since joining the starting lineup. Uh, again, I think that's largely due to the fact that he hasn't had to play all year and he's very fresh. Uh, that and just offensively, he really, his skill set meshes very well with Westbrook and the other guys and what they're trying to do. So Corey Brewer is probably the only guy that I will be using in this game. Why did you say Westbrook in tournaments but not cash? Uh, just because he's got, you know, Westbrook has triple-double upside, 70 fantasy point upside every time he takes the floor. Uh, but in cash games, you know, I could play Chris Paul for $3,500 less. And I think that, you know, the delta between Westbrook and Paul may only be 10 points tonight, maybe 15. You know, Boston is still a very good team defensively. They play at a very slow pace. Uh, so those are things that I, I don't love for Westbrook. So, you know, in cash games, I, I don't think that the, the difference in the floor of these guys tonight is, is large enough to justify it. However, in a tournament, we know Russell Westbrook. Like, if Westbrook scores 80 FanDuel points tonight, nobody's really going to be that surprised. Okay, and final game is Atlanta-Utah. Lowest total of the night at 207, and Utah is a 14-point favorite. Low total and a big spread, that's not a good thing for DFS, is it? Uh, not typically. Like in, you know, it's only, you know, this is a situation where you might find one to two players that you can get in there and they might return nice value. Uh, I, I'd say the guy that you should look at is probably Mike Muscala, which sounds funny because you don't think you would want to play him against Rudy Gobert. Uh, but he may not see a lot of Rudy Gobert with, uh, Dwayne Dedman starting. I, I kind of like him here knowing that Favors is out. He's only $100 more than Alex Lynn, so I think it's an interesting pivot away from Alex Lynn if we think that the field is going to play Alex Lynn. Uh, and then, you know, you can look at the point guards. We mentioned Tyler Dorsey. I think that he's someone that's somewhat interesting if you need to punt at point guard, but as far as Utah goes, I don't know that I trust anybody enough to uh, really go after them tonight. Okay, I've got a fan to a lineup mostly done, and I think what's comforting is that if Alex Lynn loses his value. If Tyson Chandler plays and we need to get away from Len, just save a hundred bucks. Go, you know, just make sure you have a hundred bucks left over and you can just go with Mike Muscala instead. Um, but here's my dilemma. Do you like any of these power forwards, Mike? Ed, Ed Davis, Montreal Harrell, uh, Dragon Bender. I heard you say him earlier. Jeremy Grant and then, and down. Uh, yes, I do. So, Montrez Harrell is a guy that is very inconsistent, but when he gets, you know, 20 plus minutes, he is scoring well over a fantasy point per minute. He's, you know, highly efficient when he gets the minutes. Uh, we mentioned at the top of the show that Tobias Harris is questionable. Harrell is going to play 15 to 20 minutes either way. And last game he played 20 against Portland, scored 45 fantasy points in 20 minutes. Hmm. He has a ton of upside. He's probably the guy that I would look at there knowing that Tobias Harris is questionable. And if Tobias Harris sits, he's going to be one of the better values on the slate. So I, I think Montrez Harrell is someone you should look at. If Tobias Harris plays, would you rather have Montrez Harrell or Dragon Bender? Uh, that's going to depend on what Tyson Chandler and Devin Booker look like for the Suns. Gotcha. If both of those guys are out, 
definitely going to play Dragonbender. All right, so that's if, yeah, that's we can be flexible there with center and and power forward. Yes, a lot of flexibility there, but those are the guys that you should be looking at. Again, that's Montrez Harrell, Dragon Bender, and then at center it's going to be Alex Lynn, Mike Muscala, if you're looking for the two value plays at those spots. So those are the cheap guys in the lineup. So far I have Harrell and Lynn, and, and, and oh, and Corey Brewer. But here's the lineup I got. Oh, and Yogi Ferrell. <laughs> okay, so Ferrell and Chris Paul, C.J. McCollum and James Harden, Corey Brewer, Nemanja Bialica. Blake Griffin, Montreal, Montrez Harrell, and Alex Lynn. I like it. That's a really nice way to get exposure to that last game of the night, which we think is going to be very, very competitive. Okay, over on DraftKings, I've got four players. I need four more. I have Josh Jackson, Nemanja Bialica, Corey Brewer, and Blake Griffin. Going to avoid Harrison Barnes because of the recent injury news that we got. Now, can I get James Harden in there? If I do that, I have only 4600 to spend per spot for three more spots. So should I drop down and not play Harden? Chris Paul? Um, I, I think it's really close. I might prefer Chris Paul in this spot over James Harden, I, just because it gives you a lot more to work with than filling out the last few spots. Okay. All right, so we need uh, power forward, a center, and a utility. And we have 5700 per player left. Um, so... Looking back at our FanDuel lineup, um, well, Harrell and Len could definitely help us out here. Yes, uh, Harrell and Len can certainly help you out. Um, right, let's let's go with Alex Len, and then it, he's thirty seven hundred. And if and we could pivot to Muscala at forty one hundred if we have to. But now we have sixty seven fifty for a power forward and a utility. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. Actually, if you play Harrell and Len both. You can actually upgrade to James Harden instead of Chris Paul. Oh, okay, I like it. All right, so if you do that. Harrell, then you have Yogi Ferrell in your last spot. Ferrell, love it. So that makes our DraftKings lineup as follows. Uh, oops, I, I accidentally clicked Anthony Davis instead of Yogi Ferrell. DraftKings will not let me do that, but they will let me do this. James Harden, uh, Nemanja Bjelica, Josh Jackson, Montrez Harrell, Alex Len. Corey Brewer, Blake Griffin, Yogi Ferrell. Cool. I like it a lot. Uh, there's a lot of players that we uh, we have a lot of players that I like tonight. You know, getting James Harden in I think makes a ton of sense because I do even think that he'll be the lowest owned of those top three. And if you want a, a better lineup, closer to tip from Mike, you go to sportsline.com and you check out Mike's stories and uh, he, he'll give you the lineup every day. So it's good stuff. And you can use the, the code... DFS podcast when you sign up for Sportsline. It's usually ten bucks a month. Your first month will be one dollar. And ten bucks a month, by the way, is one hell of a deal for a website that makes you money all the time. Uh we got great advice. We got, you know, experts that do really well and computer simulations and all that stuff. So uh for for a whole bunch of sports. So sportsline.com and the promo code is DFS Podcast. Also, watch CBS Sports HQ. Killing it on CBS Sports HQ. Great tournament coverage. Uh there's fantasy coverage. MLB starting up soon. NFL Draft, CBS Sports HQ is 24-7 streaming. I watch it on my Roku. You can watch it on Apple TV. You can watch it on your connected devices or CBSSportsHQ.com. It is free. You don't have to sign up or anything. Really easy to get to. Just download the CBS Sports app, and you can watch it through there. It's uh, it's really awesome. That's Mike McClure. I'm Adam Azer. See you later on the Sports on DFS podcast.